Astro Train was the Decepticon that turned into a train that float, would fly through space. Of course. Yeah. It was their transport. It was a shuttle and then a train, and uh, in Transformers the movie, he was the one who was transporting them and like told them that, yeah, you need to dump some weight. Even though they're in space, and it doesn't really make sense why they'd have to dump weight in space for him to be able to get back home. And they're Transformers. But it gave us an excuse to uh, chuck oh. uh, Megatron and uh, a couple Duke. of the... Uh, the jobber, yeah, the squeaker, seekers, or whatever, Calm. thunder, thunder clap, yeah, like thunder cracker, and uh, I don't know something I'm else. Like Skywarp, 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 yeah, yeah, that was it was, it was Starscream, Skywarp, and Thundercracker. Yeah, and then then uh, I think this prime is cool. He's very cool. Then Unicron went and transformed them into Galvatron and the two other ones. guys, <laughs> two other guys, uh, Joey Mercury and Jamie Noble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And they spent the rest of their time making sure that uh, Megatron kept the heavyweight time. I, I missed the Transformers thing. I guess it was over before I had any... Yeah, the movie came out like in 96. Yeah. Or only really? 86, I'm Okay, sorry. yeah, that's yeah, the year I was so, I mean, so. Yeah, that was, and that was kind of the peak. Right. Because Gen 1 and um, is, for me, where it's at. And at, the movie kind of introduced <clears throat> Gen 2, and then the series continued on after that, but... I, I never really dug it as much as I did when it was Gen yeah. One, like Bumblebee and Brawn and Ironhide and Optimus Prime. I feel yeah, like I was born the last day of '85, so yeah. I feel my, like yeah, Transformers, GI Joe, Masters of the Universe had kind of run their course before mm. I was old enough to have any idea. Like I had the He-Man sword that like lit up, yeah, but you didn't know what it was. Yeah, it was just like a random Christmas gift. I'm sure someone gave me the first toy line that I think I remember actually getting psyched about, like being the age to be psyched about, was Turtles. Yeah, mm. me too. So, and then but, Power Rangers. But the, but I, I remember my brother had all the VHS tapes of all of his GI Joe and all these episodes of things. So like that's how I would. Yeah, watch I had those that, and, and I had like old episodes of like the Captain America cartoon and like the Spider Man, mm-hmm. the Night of the Lizard. Um, I had that tape, the Night yeah. of the Lizard one. Mm-hmm. I had that one. Yeah, I think um, I got it from Roses. I think I got mine from Roses too. It had like a cool Do cover you on it. Yeah. Music Nope. Nope. <laughs> Airport wrote the podcast. <laughs> Episodes 57? Wow. Yeah, 57. We've more than doubled our original run of Airport Road, haven't yeah. we? I mm-hmm. think we stopped at 25, 26, something like that? Something, something like that. That sounds about right. Airport Road. Yeah. You're living in the house, Airport Road? Yep. I kind of do. I kind of do, too, but that was... Yeah. A, that it needed was a dump. To be, it, it needed to I be, like... if it, They could have, like, steam cleaned that entire thing, then I'd be more okay with it. Yeah. And if the landlord ever actually fixed stuff. That was a problem, because like, even, even when I think you guys moved out, because yeah. I moved out first, uh, you I don't think that even the bathroom sink had hot water. Mm. It wasn't yeah. until a Air- long time later. Airport Road and uh, Richie's place, it was time for people to get out of those, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it was yeah. nice, and there was a lot of good memories and a lot of freedom, and you know, like, it was a double-edged sword, because, like, yeah, the landlord didn't care, but... The landlord didn't, didn't care. care. <laughs> yeah. It's like Richie's old house. A window has been open in that house since he moved out. And there's been snowstorms and severe rainstorms and stuff since. And I just imagine it looks like it's either Creep Show 1 or 2, the Stephen King <laughs> short, where, like, just one. vines and moss yeah, take one. over everything. And I imagine that's what... And there's, like, possums and, like... <laughs> there's got to be a squatter or two in there. And, like, a copperhead or something has taken over the moldy bathroom. Oh, oh he's a, he was pissed, man. Like, uh, he moved out mm-hmm. uh, of that house. And the day after he moved out, a pipe burst in the house. 
and he didn't know for a week. So when he went back a week later to pick up the last couple things, he noticed the well. I noticed that the water was running. Mm. So I told him, and then they called the city and shut it off. He had a six hundred dollar electric a water bill. Oh Jesus! And he couldn't fight it. He tried fighting it and saying, "Look, that moved." And uh. I wouldn't even there. And they're like, "Too bad." No, they said, "Write us a letter apologizing." Mm. So he did, and then they got it. it was like, "Sorry." Well, suck. You didn't apologize well enough in the letter that you wrote. Well, up. yeah, that. I'm shocked that that house didn't just fall down when he pulled down yeah. the posters and crap. Apparently, someone <laughs> bought it. Good. Really? Why? Because apparently, Richie's dad was moving the last of the stuff out, mm-hmm. and somebody pulled in and says, and uh, and uh, and, the, and Richie's dad was like, "Hey, are you the owner?" And he's like, "The new owner just bought it sight unseen." Ooh. So I hope he bought it for like twenty grand, ten grand. I hope he bought it for like five dollars and some like Oscar Mayer deli meat because. Yeah. Even it's so, cost seventy something thousand, probably fifty to se- fifty I, to hundred thousand to fix. Honestly, it he would be better off just to bulldoze it and build yeah, something on the side. I think so, because I mean, it, that's not a bad location. No. Just bulldoze it, build us like one of those little modular homes, mm-hmm. and sell it for a hundred and twenty grand. And yeah, it'd be the best choice, man. That place is just not worth fixing up. It, it's not to it's mention gone. you're going to have to gut the insulation mm-hmm. and you're going to have to rip up all the floors and no. Yep. Welcome to our home improvement. Podcast. I'm amazed no one died in that house. Like someone might have. There was a lot of smells there, underneath the house. Like I just, uh, like I loved going to parties and hanging out there, but like I was always just afraid in that hindsight, like, I'm like, how did I get? Did I not get like hepatitis C from like walking through the doorway or something? Oh man. Yeah. Thank was... God I was vaccinated. We <laughs> get hepatitis. <clears throat> I don't know. I didn't get anything. Yeah. Um, back to Transformers, though. I was so happy in the newest movie mm-hmm. that Galvatron made an appearance. Yeah. And that yeah. Galvatron had the voice of <laughs> yeah, Megatron, mm-hmm. finally. Mm-hmm. Took three movies, but they got Frank Welker to do My a, biggest issue with all of those movies... He did do movies, Soundwave earlier. Well, my two issues with those movies are, most of the time I can't tell what is going on because mm-hmm. of the shaky cam and out of focus and explosions. And the other is they're all about an hour too long. Yeah. Those yep. movies should have never been more than an hour... In a half hour, forty five minutes. It took me three sittings to watch the newest Transformers. Oh, I saw it in theaters, and like my knees hurt at the end of that. Yeah, yeah, I won't watch a Transformers movie unless I'm at home now. Mm-hmm. Like I won't go to the theater. To See, watch I them. can't watch it unless I'm in a theater. I'll never finish it at home. Well, no, I'll, I'll watch it through a series of lunch breaks, mm. like over the course of two weeks. See, the, the biggest problem with the Transformers movie is it, it's so difficult to tell the characters apart. Yeah. Like, uh, unlo- they really have very similar silhouettes, and as, they're all mostly the same color. And, like, for God's sake, like, the half the Decepticons are just, like, carbon copies of each other. The anyway. newest they're one did like a good job, at least with Autobots, of being yeah. able to tell them apart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody. The Samurai one, who was really cool. Mm. Yeah. And then... John Goodman as a trans, who was awesome. Oh, he, yeah, he was awesome. And he I swear, I thought the one was Jason Statham, but it was the guy that does the voice of Bender doing essentially oh, a Jason okay. Statham I, impression. I think it was Jason Statham. I was like, wow, <laughs> all right. Yeah, he refuses like to be in a movie. superhero movie, but he'll do a Transformer. Voice. I, I still don't get like what the whole thing about the Kryptonian knights were. And You'll the, need to. Yeah, it's just like they're and I love that they that, they built up the. Dino bots, and that was like 15 minutes of the movies. <laughs> yeah. It was like, an awesome 15 Yeah, but all the, the trailers were like, Dino bots, and I'm like, this movie's been like three and a half hours. <laughs> oh, there they go. Oh, there they go. All right. 
Yeah. The Optimus Road one. Dude, and Then yeah. there was a Decepticon magnet that made him go up in the air. <laughs> yeah, and was dropping ships. And I, that, they, The Dinobots showed up right when they... The Dinobots showed up for no reason at all, and it made sense. Yep. <laughs> and then they're like, you can go away now. And we they did. Yeah. Where are yeah. they going to go? Because they're not exactly good. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're kind of like... They're they're half insane. I really wish we they were could about get... to kill Optimus until Optimus just basically like punched the crap, the crap out, out of Grimlock. So he's like, "Hey, stay on Earth and go go be dinosaurs somewhere." <laughs> I'm really hoping we get a Beast Wars um, mm. movie. Yeah, or new series. See, Beast Wars was my my introduction. That was my Transformers. Mm. Yeah, because I saw when they released G- Generation Two. Remember they mm. would they re released all the old episodes of G One, but called it Generation Two. Yeah, yeah, in like the nineties. They they added new like CGI interstitials mm-hmm. between and re released all the toys again. Hey, the Ooh, wind is blowing like a cool storm. But uh, that was how I really found out about Transformers, mm. and then Beast Wars happened. And I was like, oh, Beast Wars. Mm. But Beast Wars would be a cool movie. They've had like since um, then like I three love... or four like basically anime esque Transformer things that they just dubbed over from Japanese series. I loved Raptor or whatever his name was. Oh, uh, Dinobot. Dinobot was that his name? Dinobot, yeah, he was yeah. the Velociraptor one. Yeah, he, he was, was like originally... the kind of the the tweener. Yeah, because he was originally a Decepticon and he didn't get along with Megatron. So. Yeah. So he immediately joins the Maximals. Yeah, pretty much. I like Megatron. I like that Megatron was a purple T-Rex. Yep. Yeah. Because that's kind of funny. He's the, purple and green like Barney. I yeah. loved Rat Trap. Oh, he was the great. Rat. Yeah. Every time I go to Toys R Us or Target, I almost buy that Rat Trap figure they have because he looks buy, really good. I almost good. buy him and I almost buy the Rhino because that Rhino looks mm. awesome. Yeah. But I can't bring myself to buy Transformers, man. I can't either. I don't need it. The and no, no the, good guy right the Beast Bot, uh, the uh, the Beast Wars. Uh, and I show. don't think that. What's Beast Wars? I don't think we're talking about. We'll care about yeah. Transformers because I'm not a huge fan. So similarly, did you see that a uh, reboot got yeah. renewed for a new season? Yep. Uh, I don't know if it's a reboot of reboot. I think <laughs> it's a continuation, kinda. Like yeah. a, what I want them to do a soft reboot. I want re-season. them to do this with X Men. Just mm. go back and reanimate it. Mm. I mean, I'm fine if they want to continue it, but, like, I would love so much if somebody would go back and reanimate X-Men. Yeah. I tried watching that again last night. And, it, oh, it's, it's really good storytelling. It's just the animation style, just, I hate it. It looks it, like yeah. God, It's hard super ink and shady, you know? It looks it just, like if we tried to animate a cartoon, yeah. like, mm-hmm. with no experience. Yeah. I think the Spider-Man show had a little bit better animation. Spider-Man anima- animation holds up. With those so weird, with those really weird swinging CG scenes. Yeah. And then they add, they'll add like CG in Peter's house sometimes for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like a tracking shot or something. I'm like, you, just animate it. Do you remember like when the X-Men crossed over? Because X-Men yeah. and Fox mm-hmm. was at the same time. And when that. the X-Men like showed up on Spider-Man, they looked, they looked so That's much they better. That's what they should look like. Yeah, they looked noticeably better. I just finished that arc that season. Yeah, yeah I noticed I came into your house today and you were watching the old uh, Spider-Man show. Mm-hmm. On so. season three, it was like right after the Doctor Strange arc. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I think it would be cost a lot of money to go back and reanimate that. And possibly, and, I mean, if, and you're then doing, you, if you're paying that, you might as well just make a new show. Yeah, and you've also got the nightmare of like getting the rights from all the cast, half of them possibly. Yeah, because I was looking or, up. Like at one point, Saban owned the mm-hmm. rights to that, like to redistribute it or whatever. Yeah, Saban, oh, the Power Rangers guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, they I mean, does Disney still the own the TV rights to X Men like, uh, for cartoon purposes? I don't know about. T- I think. 
Marvel can use like any of the characters on TV. Okay. Yeah, because that Wolverine and the X Men show was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. enjoyed that. That was good. I liked the the anime as Fantastic Four series they did. That was cute. There. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. I even yeah. liked X Men Evolution. Oh yeah. God! Then yeah, because uh, Wolverine came back for that, didn't he? The voice of Wolverine. I think so. No, in X Men Evolution, they got the voice of Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, oh, Chris Sabat. He yeah. came back for one of the series as. The voice. Did he? Like yeah. the 90s X-Men? Yeah. Huh. I remember he was the voice of Wolverine in the uh, that, Cat that fighting game. Marvel vs. Capcom? And the, uh, the, the X-Men video movie yeah, fighting uh, game. Mutant Academy or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I played that a lot. I did too. Yeah. I think it was and probably terrible. Oh, he it was. was. The, he was the voice for uh, all the Capcom, uh, mm-hmm. Wolverine and all the Capcom uh, fighting I like games. that guy a lot. That's yeah. my Wolverine That's in the comics voice. One of my favorite Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. The first one? I hear I like his voice one. when I read the comic, and I hear the guy that did Peter's voice in the Spider-Man cartoon when I read the comic. <laughs> I do hear, yeah, X-Men. Uh, most of the X-Men, when I read an X-Men book, I'm picturing the 90s characters. Especially voices. Beast. Oh, yeah, that's Beast. Def- that's Wolverine, and that's Beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really Gambit, because... That, you can, it's hard to go wrong with Gambit's voice. I yeah. mean, that's Gambit's voice. Yeah, I mean, I, again, it, the only thing holding the 90s X-Men series back is just the animation is... Uh, oddly enough, terrible. I hear uh, Cyclops' voice from that when I read mm-hmm. Captain America. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the because it just fits with Cap. I it does. I like hmm. Captain America. The I like Captain Soldier, America, too, a The lot. Winter Soldier is better. <laughs> Winter Soldier might be my favorite Marvel movie. I, I probably would agree with that. It's really good. I, I think uh, that's the best film they've done. I still like... I think my favorite like is Guardians of, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think that Civil War, or I'm sorry, uh, Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier is the best film they've made. It's in so my good. Mind. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I like Hail both Hydra. of those Artem, movies. Artem Zola's. <laughs> my favorite is Guardians I, of the Galaxy. I, will, I could probably yeah. go back and watch that, but even if there was large sums of money, I couldn't go back and watch the first one. It's not bad, man. Oh, it's God, it's terrible. No, it's, it's not bad. a terrible movie. There's nothing about that movie I like. I didn't like Haley Atwell. Uh, what about Iron Man 3? I liked the Iron Man 3. I like yeah, Iron Man 3. Yeah, Iron Man 3. I just don't like Cap, and the problem with Cap <clears throat> One is it's nothing but, and I just oh, yeah, that's because it's Cap- the movie's called Captain America, right? But <laughs> the second movie is Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and it's mm-hmm. more Black Widow and yeah. Falcon. That's what I like about yeah, because it's not. I just don't like him. It's just not the character. Yes, hey, you like you don't like the Hate the actor. He's fine. I mean, any just Avengers of Ultron. John Cena like could play that. that character. <laughs> yeah. What he wishes. He thinks he's cat. Pretty much. Have you guys? Do you seen watch? It? Have you watched the uh, the recuts of Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball Z Kai? Have you mm-hmm. watched any of that? No, I haven't yet. Are those? Where they uh, they cleaned up the animation, made it HD, and they uh, they cut out the two thirds of the series. <laughs> There's just people floating in the air. Namek is still getting ready to explode because the entire Namek saga, I think, is seven episodes now. Mm. Mm. That's like, a sin. A uh, whole season arc of Dragon Ball Z is somebody either running or somebody floating in the air and talking. <laughs> or screaming. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really streamlined it, which it flows a lot better now, but mm-hmm. I was excited because next year we're getting a new Dragon Ball Z show, mm. which uh, I guess isn't and going movie, to have right? those problems that... Uh, they're, they're, gonna movie, have, yeah. they're not going to stretch out the arc to match the manga. I didn't yeah. mind the Dragon Ball Z live-action film because I had no frame of reference for, like, the cartoon or I sort of like how terrible it is. I like yeah. Dragon, Ball, Dragon Ball Evolution. It is terrible. I like but... Yep. I, I enjoyed that movie, though, because 
It was terrible. That and, and Speed Racer were two movies that, like, I really enjoyed and couldn't care less about, like, the... I couldn't watch Speed Sword Racer. Oh, I saw it. I IMAX. love the Speed Racer, the Wachowskis one. Yes, I saw, I, just remember, I saw it in IMAX. Yeah. That was like the perfect experience yeah. for that movie. I, if, if it had been in 3D IMAX, it would have oh, been like blown Lord. my mind. Connor, that's one of your favorites, right? The Speed Racer movie? That's mm-hmm. so Anytime. I like Turbo, the regular one, the new one. The cartoon one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where it's like Speed Racer's kid or something like that. But you don't know he's Speed Racer's kid, even though he's obviously Speed Racer's right. kid. You find out, like, at his some point that they, like, Speed put his son in an orphanage to be raised because okay. he had to go undercover. It was, like, the most, like, horribly, yes. like, ridiculous, yes. stupid plot line. Yes. And I'm like, you abandoned your kid. Well, he had to. <laughs> you know? He had to. He apparently had to. Yes, yes, yes. So, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I remember when we lived together at Airport Road... Every time I would pick up Connor and have him have him for a couple days, mm-hmm. that movie was on. <laughs> I would wake up to use the bathroom, walk into the living room, Speed Racer was on. Wasn't he really every into, single day? Wasn't he really into Superman Returns and Spider Man Three for a while? Uh, no, Superman One and okay. Two. Okay. Um, yeah, he I'll really liked Spider Man Three for a while. He he never really got into Returns as much. He he only you only watched that a couple times, I think. He's not yeah. Superman a lot in that movie. Yeah. That's I mean, a pretty movie. That's like almost like a. That's almost like a gorgeous demo reel of like what. Well, I mean the the, the action scene. Yeah, we all have. Yep. The uh, the the scene where like he comes back like mm-hmm. with the plane. That's an awesome scene. I, I that's like a, that scene by itself is great. The part where he's like basically trying to save Metropolis from the earthquakes that are happening because of Lex Luthor's. It's kind of like sc- uh, scheme. Man of Steel as a setup really film. Cool. That's yeah. a great yeah. film, but I don't know that it was intended as that. But if it was the a great accident, like, if it wasn't, because mm-hmm. by like itself, eh, but it sets up so much still. that I feel like the suit. Yeah, yeah. it's not a movie I'm going to go back and watch movie. often. But I, I like the bad guy in it. But Zod. Yeah, Zod. He's awesome. <laughs> I love that dude. Like, was so chewing scenery. It was fantastic. I kind of at points I felt like Man of Steel was a boring, like, made-for-TV version of Thor movies. Mm. <laughs> It was like it was like Thor without the charm. The Amazing Two, they didn't like, but the Amazing Spider Man, they liked. Those are my favorite Marvel films. I think. What Marvel movies? Amazing Spider Man. I yes. just like the Amazing Spider Man. You guys because it's silly, like, yeah. right? See, yeah. Now, the thing with Spider Man Two is the creepy parts that you don't like. Spider Man Two is not it's a. Creepy uh, parts. Remember no, we're talking about Amazing Spider Man thing. It, it's not that it creeped me out. It's I I don't like Amazing Spider-Man two for for other reasons, buddy. <laughs> I wasn't creeped out by it. Raimi's Spider-Man two is not a very kid friend. Like I would no, be so well, bored with that as a child. There was uh, like a flat out like Evil Dead reference in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, I like the if, very first. Spider-Man. If I was a kid, I would feel the same about Spider-Man two as I did about Batman eighty nine when I was a kid. Because Batman Slow. 80, yes, mm-hmm. and it's not very Batman. <laughs> It's made. It is a movie made for adults. Mm-hmm. It really is. Or Batman Two, even though it's darker. Or Batman Returns. Even he's constantly darker. Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's, he's not Batman, he starts the off Joker being Batman. The Penguin has Penguin things. As a kid, on. I remember yeah. fast forwarding through Batman '89 and just watching like the scenes with Batman. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the, one of the you were mentioning earlier how uh, 
Man of Steel kind of felt like uh, a worst four movie. I, my big issue, I think, with Man of Steel is that it didn't feel like a Superman movie. It wasn't colorful. It wasn't bright. It was and very I think that's drag. very like important to the character. Is like he's the opposite of Batman in that way, where you expect Batman to be very dark and grim, and then Superman is going to be like basically you know bright, noble, glowing beacon on the hill type character. And they had that video where the dude color corrected Man of Steel footage. Oh, that looked awesome. Yeah, and he basically just popped all, out all the colors, and it looked fantastic. Right, and I like just, it should. Yeah, and it's just I, that whole like that like kind of uh, desaturated I would, look. I, don't I would like. love it if in if the next movie Batman or Superman's constantly colorful, but when he <laughs> goes to Gotham, that's when he looks yeah. grayed out. So and like, same as when Batman goes to Metropolis, yeah. Batman looks colorful. Yeah, yeah. like well, I mean the black. Batman's randomly wearing the blue yes. instead of the black. I really want to see look. Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. I came out this tomorrow, weekend. man. I'm, gonna, I'm so excited oh, for dinosaurs. Um, I've heard it's good. Like mm-hmm. I've heard it's the best of besides the original. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard that from several people. Yeah, I've heard a lot of it's fun. It don't expect it to be a classic, but it's fun. Yeah. I don't Batman Returns. Like Batman, um, I absolutely Batman versus Superman. I've gone back and watched Batman them all. And Batman this week, versus the Jurassic Superman. Park. I want to see. And that. I do not care about Lost World. There's Lost World's terrible. Scenes. Yeah, I really care. It's just not it, the cool. The, the one part that I like in it is like when the T Rex gets loose in San Diego. And I liked the one scene. It's like eight seconds. The raptors in the long grass. <laughs> yeah. That's yep. cool. Eight seconds. Yes, and then the beginning where the little the, girl gets like. Compies, yeah. compies, and scene. it cuts to Jeff Goldblum <laughs> yawning. That's cool. Yeah. Other than in the dude on the train, that always cracks. But like that movie is forgettable. It really is. It is. Yeah. When last time I went back and rewatched it, I wanted to not watch it. And like Jurassic <laughs> Park three would have been a much better movie had it not been so reliant on CG and stuff. I think. I like Jurassic Park 3 a lot. I do too. I like it a lot, but I feel like... I like like the original one. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. I feel like Jurassic Jurassic Park 3 is a better sequel. I I like it more than Lost World. Me too. Jurassic um, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. The Lost World, the second one? Yeah. Yeah, like, see, I I don't like that one as much. Yeah, is that the one you don't like watching? You like 3 and 1 are the ones you've always watched. Yes. 3 I like because it's Dr. Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is what you wanted it to be. See, the, the yeah. whole point is, is like, you've got, like, Ian Malcolm's character, he's a chaos mathematician. Right. Why, what does he have to do with dinosaurs? If you're going to call in an expert, call in the dude who knew a lot about theoretical math. You know, no, bring in, like... Why didn't they I get Dr. Grant to go Because, in? well, the, the, the actual answer Dr. is Dr. Sam Neill didn't want to do that. too. Uh, uh, what was his name, Muldoon, that gets... Yeah, yeah. Muldoon prequel, where you yeah. see the crap he was doing leading up to Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. I imagine him as, like, Craven the Hunter, just, like, <laughs> wrestling yeah. lions out of I just don't understand why he went out the way he went out, because he knew how smart they were. Clever girl. Yeah, but then again, he wasn't a paleontologist. My right. favorite dinosaur... In that movie, was this um, Spinosaurus? The Spinosaurus, yes, from Lost World. He was pretty giant. Yeah. No, that was well, he was in three. That's right. Yeah. Spinosaurus was in three. And my, my my the thing that saddens me the most about Jurassic Park three is if you look at the timeline, the 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 T Rex that the Spinosaurus breaks its neck in mm-hmm. uh, in part three, yeah, would be the baby one yeah. from Lost World Aww. that got its leg broken. 
if you think about it. I That's mean, why he did the job, man. I think that, that injury I before. found out the sound they recorded for the baby T-Rex's whine. Mm-hmm. It's a type of bulldozer, because when I run at the trail, they're doing construction over <laughs> yeah. there, and I hear it all the time. Yeah, Makes Jurassic, um, um, Jurassic Park, Lost World, isn't that awesome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a big letdown. It was a yeah. letdown. It was cool at the time. I, didn't, you go- I didn't like the, the part where somebody just left her kid. <laughs> well, he had to. He left her up in the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had to, because he had to go rescue Sarah Harding from the... And, and Vince Vaughn from the, from the, <laughs> yeah, the, the trailer. Like, Out yeah, of I, nowhere, Vince Vaughn's in the movie. I really didn't like that part because yeah. it was mean. He had to, didn't he? I don't remember that. I can't remember. Because, no, his girlfriend was messing with the baby T-Rex's leg with Vince Vaughn in the trailer. Uh-huh. He left his... his, his uh, his his daughter in in the high tree thing with Eddie Carr is that he went down over there and then tried to get him out of the S- the RV but then the T Rex showed up anyway he really had the hero death of the movie Eddie Carr yeah he was trying to save him with the jeep and the tow cable and then just gets eaten by T Rex two T Rex <laughs> like gets tossed between the T Rexes <laughs> yep like the come thing on about that hmm. the, the thing of Jur- Jurassic Park three is the best movie I've seen. Of- Jurassic Park until I see Jurassic World. Because Jurassic World looks cooler than Jurassic Park. I was really happy with Jurassic Park 3 because they added, like, pterodons. Yeah. That was like... Yeah, you got to see that at the Mm -hmm. end of 2. You know? And, um... (laughs) But, yeah, that was, like, that was kind of the money shot at the end of, uh... Jurassic Lost Lost World. World, is you get to see that pterodon. You're like, why couldn't we have had that this whole movie? And then you got to see pterodons actually rip people apart and attack yeah. people. Which was great. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm excited about sorry that. Sorry, guys! <laughs> okay. Um, wow. We've got a storm brewing right now. Seems so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, it's about the topic of this podcast that we're eventually <laughs> Are, Do we even have a topic? We've probably gotten through half of it without yeah, even we're getting talk about, uh, We were going to talk about Full House. This episode, yeah, and TGIF, yeah, but we got enough time to talk about it. So, <laughs> what, what's up with Full House? What, what about it? Well, uh, they're pulling a, a Girl Meets World, basically, where they're <laughs> essentially doing a reunion uh, <laughs> series. Is that for Netflix? It's yeah, I believe it's for Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. It's called yeah. Fuller House. Fuller House, and the uh, storyline is going to be that. D, uh, DJ is grown up, she's a veterinarian and the mother of two boys with a third on the way and she became recently widowed a la Danny Tanner. Of course. So she's got a, you know, uh, I guess Kimmy and Stephanie are going to be kind of the Uncle Joey and Uncle Kimmy Jesse. Gibbler? Kimmy Gibbler, yeah. Oh, I was really hoping she was arrested for like stalking somebody because she <laughs> seemed the type. Yeah. She was insane. Yeah. She finally got arrested for like stalking Uncle Jesse. Yeah. So it'll be it's Uncle, a restraining order. Yeah. It'll be Aunt Kimmy and Aunt yeah. Stephanie. And Aunt Stephanie. And Stephanie is apparently like trying to get in like the music biz like her Uncle Jesse. And Kimmy, Kimmy I guess, is going to be still like a wacky weirdo or something. Like, like Uncle that. Joey. Yeah, like Uncle Joey. And I'm assuming that Dave Coulier or yeah. Uncle Jesse. Jesse, Uncle Joey, and Danny Tanner. Uh, everyone will be back in it, uh, except for Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Are they just going to not mention them? They should uh, just get no. their more talented younger sister yeah. to play them. What's Scarlet Witch doing in this house? Um, She's no. a billion times more talented yeah, than I agree. her older sisters. Yeah, I agree. She can actually act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, no, the, I, they she didn't kill Heath Ledger. <laughs> 
Yeah. Woof. Um, the the idea is that they're going to be like shown in some way, or they're going to be honored in some way. But I guess they're not appearing on it, and I don't know. I guess the first episode is going to be kind of like a reunion episode she where you're going to see. She crashed the rest. on Joey's car again, but she didn't survive. <laughs> well, she, she, I think that was Stephanie. Though. No, it was Stephanie because how, you remember how that happened. Uh, what was she trying? To she wanted radio. to turr on the radio, yeah, yeah, so yeah, she yeah. shifted into Joey, R like, for went radio. Went to the store to get wax or something. He went yeah. to go get touch up paint because yeah. he's like. If I knew this happened, would I only buy this much touch-up paint? <laughs> oh, um, fuck. How much money would that cost? We just destroyed the dining room. Yeah, no kidding. God. I'd be worried about... San Francisco, about... can you imagine how much that house costs in general? He's a TV anchor, and he's got like a $2.5 million dollar yeah. home. T- TV anchor in San Francisco, though, he's got, he got money. Yeah. Now, is, uh, oh, is Steve deceased? Is he the... Uh, no, well, Steve, they broke up in the last season of Full okay. House, so I don't think he was the, the husband. Now, was Vicky back, or did her and Danny uh, You mean Aunt Becky? No, Vicky. Oh, Vicky. Danny. Oh, um, I don't know. I, I they were going to get I married. think Aunt Becky is in it, but I haven't heard anything about Vicky. Didn't, like, they not get married either? Didn't, like, I, like, I don't know the end of the seri- series? I never I saw the last remember. episode. It's when Kevin Arnold's dad had a heart attack, really. <laughs> <laughs> dad See, died I, about a year later, like, come on! Yeah, yeah. And uh, I do remember um, that I remember the episode where DJ and Steve like they're like backpacking, like climbing a mountain, and that's where they have like their conversation where they realize that like you know maybe you know we're good. Well, let's just be friends type thing. But I don't know what happened with Vicky. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, I do know that when we were in Disney World, I kind of had a mini markout moment <laughs> when we were in Morocco at Epcot and uh-huh. I sat around the fountain that Danny and Vicky were sitting at. I was like, oh. I'm the only person who gives a crap about this, but I'm happy. <laughs> that was the uh, that was one of the things we were talking about. You, you have the whole TGI thing. For those who don't know, um, TGIF was more basically... More than a restaurant. Yeah, it was ABC's, uh, thank God it's Friday kind of programming block. Thank goodness it's fun. Thank goodness it's fun. That's what Michelle said. It's, it's yep. So they had uh, Full House. Uh, they also had Family Matters, uh, Step by Step. Perfect Strangers was kind of part of that. That was the that like got replaced by Step by Step. Uh, no, I think that got replaced by Family Matters. No, no, I think Perfect Strangers lasted a while. Then Family Matters happened. But I think yeah, Step by Step may have taken over and after. Boy Meets Perfect World Strangers. was in there. Boy Meets awesome. World later on. Did you? Um, the, uh... Dinosaurs was, was on there. That was, yeah, Dinosaurs was on there. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. Hanging with Mr. Cooper with Mr. was on Cooper. there. Yo, Cooper, I watched what's up? the crap out of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yep. Mike um something. <laughs> so what it was, it was this, it lasted for, like, maybe, like, the better part of a decade, I guess, through the Yeah, because Boy Meets World yeah. ran seven or eight seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <clears throat> and it was that block of from, what, like, 9 to... Uh, 8 to 10, I believe? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. On every Friday night, when they would show all these shows, and then they all went into syndication. Being mm-hmm. a child then was awesome, because you had that on Friday nights, and, and you had... Snick. You had Snick mm-hmm. on Saturday nights, but you also had all the... That was still, like, the era of Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Like, yeah. Legit lineup. Yeah. Oh, man, I, that's so sad. I miss that. I miss looking forward to Saturdays, because that's when the cartoons happen. Yeah. And I'd have four hours of and cartoons. And you had, like, something good to look forward to on Friday nights, too, because mm-hmm. when you were kids, you don't... Like, maybe your family went out to eat or something, but you were home by eight, and you yeah. didn't have crap. You weren't do. going out dating, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, like, what you had to look forward to. Yep. 
and then you'd watch your four shows, and hopefully you liked all four shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember I, I I never really cared for Step by Step. That was always kind I of liked Step by Step. I didn't Did care for Family. I, but when they got rid of Cody, that's where it kind of lost. Yeah, him. I agree. Because he beat his girlfriend. Really. He didn't though. What I don't did think. He? I thought it was he, something. he was accused of it, but oh. he never actually did it. And then they brought him back later. for the last season because after that all got right. But yeah, I don't think he ever did what he was accused of. I think they just kind of like, we need you off the show right. because we don't want that, that your stigma. That yeah. was essentially the Sucks for that, 90s dude. Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the like same this. premise. So, yeah, and the I think we mentioned this in a really old episode, but uh, it is a interconnected universe. Blows my mind. Um, because there was the episode of Full House. Okay, well, let's start off with Perfect Strangers. Harriet from Family Matters, who was the mother in there, she was the elevator operator, I think, in, like, Larry and Belky's apartment building. And they introduced her along with her husband, Carl, who was a cop. And they were kind of minor characters that showed up. And then eventually they spun off that show into Family Matters. And that was originally supposed to be a show about Harriet's home life. And it was going to be, you know, like Harriet and Carl and the kids and whatnot. And they introduced this character that be, was intended as, like, a one-off character. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the obnoxious, nerdy next-door neighbor, Urkel. Steve Urkel. Uh, he, he had dolls and, and everything. He, he took the world the entire show. Yeah. It became the Urkel show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people would say, like, what do you watch? I'm watching Urkel. Yeah. Not Family Matters. You were watching and Urkel. And can I say, yeah. the guy that played Carl has been the most typecast actor yeah. He's always a cop. He he's was a cop in the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, he's man. a cop in everything. Yep. He's he was in. a cop in Die Hard. <laughs> yep. And I want to say, I have the theory that um, Detective Albrecht from The Crow yeah. is the his brother is the detective from <laughs> Airheads. So all the cops in all of these movies that he's uh, yeah, are either Carl Ernie and, Hudson or the Carl. Right. <laughs> and they're all brothers. Like all the <laughs> Carls are brothers and all the Ernie Hudsons are brothers. That oh, great. that would be great. <clears throat> um, so you have, you, you have family matters. Yeah. Urkel had his own freaking cereal. That's how huge Urkel was. It was, he ridiculous. didn't have his own cartoon. He had his own dance. Yeah. I remember that. The Urkel yep. dance. Do the Urkel. I'm surprised he didn't have his own cartoon because Fli- yeah. Flippin' MC Hammer had his own cartoon. Yeah, wow. He was on TV uh, yesterday. Urkel? Uh, he, uh, yeah, yeah, Jaleel White was mm-hmm. on the Steve Harvey show yesterday. Huh. Nice. I don't know what for because I wasn't watching it with audio, I'm sure he's got but a I saw him come out. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, he still does voice acting. Yeah, he was he was the voice of Sonic on the ABC series, which was actually really good. Where they were like Mm -hmm. resistance fighters. That wasn't like the I'm obsessed with eating hot dogs. He was the voice of him too. Oh, he played the voice on both. Yeah, there was two. Yeah, there was two. One was on Fox syndicated, and that was like a Looney Tunes type. Yeah, because I remember that turned me off to the other one until I realized it wasn't the the other one was super serious. Yeah, Yeah, it was like it was like it was like kind of like Captain Power or something. Was that the one with the really good theme song, the cool one? Sonic yeah. 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 God, I wish I could have been a band in the 90s that just did those <laughs> awesome TV show themes, because good lord. That, uh, that, that got a DVD release. Did it? Yeah, Sonic? The, yeah. Nice. I think it was a very limited release, but you can huh. get it on DVD. Good. That's good. pretty damn sweet. Woo, Storm. Hurricane. Like the, the, the Power Rangers theme song, mm-hmm. how epic it was. Especially like, for the movie. Yeah. Like Buckethead did Buckethead it. did the guitar in the movie wow. version of that, yeah. yeah. Um, so you have Family Matters, which again was this, basically became the Steve Urkel show. Um, which was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. 
And Full House, uh, you know, we've mentioned earlier, for those who don't know, the premise behind that is um, basically a widower who has three uh, young daughters, um, recently lost his wife, so his, his, OCD is correct. Um, his brother-in-law, Jesse, and uh, his college best friend, Joey, move in to help take care of the, the kids. Um, so there was an episode of Full House where Steve Urkel appeared. And this was the episode where Stephanie got glasses, and mm. she had to get, like, those big, ugly, like, librarian-type glasses, and she was really self-conscious and depressed and didn't want to go to school. And then, like, Steve Urkel, who was visiting his cousin, who lived next door to the Tanners, yeah. and, of course, he old habits hard to break, so he just randomly shows up and annoys the neighbors wherever he goes. But he gave Stephanie, like, a talk and, like, explained to her, uh, essentially, it's like, you know... It's not bad to have it's glasses. Not, it's totally fine to have glasses, blah, blah, blah. Even though everyone hated Urkel because yeah. he was a nerd, why, why would that give her any comfort knowing how annoying and nerdy he is? Yeah, he apparently he gave a really good speech. I don't know. Okay. So then uh, you additionally have Step by Step, and this is essentially, like you said, it's the Brady Bunch, except it's the abdominizer lady with the dude from Dallas. Right. <laughs> you know, who have brought their two, like, uh, families together. And, uh, except I think they mix and match. Like, Patrick Duffy had a tomboy daughter, mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah. and an, uh, like, an older son. And then Susan Sarandon had, how Susan, many? Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Summers, yeah, sorry. Uh, she had, like, kind of the dorky daughters, blonde kid. She had, she had a dorky blonde son. Blonde. Yeah. And then, yeah, then two daughters. So, but they each had three kids, right? Yeah. yeah. So, there was, like, the, the kid with oh, the brown Patrick hair. Patrick Duffy had a little, Kid, and then had, the like tomboy girl, and, and then he had an older kid named uh, Corey. No, no, it was like CJ or JT. JT, JT yeah, that's yeah. the one I'm yep. thinking of. But who's the other kid? He was I, a short, kind of chubby, with like curly kind of hair. Like he was just like, like into baseball or whatever. The did hell. they get they rid of that kid? At yes, some they point? did. Did they? I was reading the thing because like, he always he, hung I out can't. with the blonde kid, but they didn't really get along because like one was into sports and one was into like computers or whatever. Yeah, I read that uh, that he got written off the show and they never mentioned it. In the later season. Yeah, because I barely remember him. Mm-hmm. Weird. He was lame. Yeah. Like, he served no purpose. Like, so. Yeah, kind of like in Fresh Prince. <laughs> like, was it Fresh Prince? No, it was, it was Family Matters that they had a daughter that just got written off the show. Yeah, she uh, she just disappeared. It, Urkel, again, just basically there was no point in keeping her on the show. They had that little boy on. Richie. Yeah. His name was. Did he serve a purpose? No, I mean, as a child. And it's like they had the other lady was that lived with the them. Was sister. it like somebody's yeah, sister? It was, yeah. yeah, it was uh, Harriet's sister who had uh, the like the, the kid, and her she had lost her husband. Right. So she they were kind of, I think, all living together. Was Roseanne on TGIF? No, no, no. no that no. was like CBS <clears throat> or something. But Urkel showed up on Step by Step. Yeah, and the way this happened is there was an episode of Family Matters where... Um, Steve and the local, like, basically, like, jock... Uh, Urkel and the local jock dude were, like, basically uh, vying for Laura's affections. Uh, yeah, Urkel is basically borderline stalker on Winslow's, mm-hmm. like, teenage daughter. Uh, so what they basically do is they, they get an argument, and it's over, like, a rope climbing contest, and it's whoever can get to the top of the rope first gets, you know, to... God, that was a staple ask, of sitcoms. Yeah, ask out Laura. It, it, not even getting into, like, her feelings about the whole matter, whether or not she wants to date either of them. Yep. But, uh, so they do that, and, and eventually, like, Urkel's at, at first trying to, like, train to do it and can't get anywhere, and then Laura kind of says, it's like, listen, you know, it's like, that's not what you're strong, that's not your strength, you know, it's your mind. 
So he basically builds a jetpack. Of course. And they go to the the day of the competition, and he, the jock guy is climbing up, and Urkel just like powers on the jetpack and is able to like slowly float up there. But his jetpack malfunctions. Mm. So he goes blasting through the gymnasium, yep. flies off into the sky, and then happens to crash land into the the house of the family from Step by Step right. at which, the very end of the episode. And which, which, the next yeah. episode of Step by Step which, was had yeah, Urkel in it. Yeah, it had Urkel in it, and he like he was apparently pen pals with the, uh, the blonde uh, Suzanne Summers blonde uh, nerdy right. kid. Because that happens. Yeah, I don't. So, we've established that this is all an interconnected universe, TGIF, all is connected. But then there was one episode of Step by Step that happened later on where the, that episode, Susan Summers' uh, daughters, like Susan, uh, Suzanne Summers had set them up on a blind date, and the blind date were basically like a real life Beavis and Butthead, like literally doing two guys doing a Beavis and Butthead impression. And it was, the whole joke was is that it was a terrible date. And at the end of the show, like they do a little thing where, uh, Suzanne Summers tells the girls, I'm really sorry about that, you know, the last time, but I, I met this guy who I think would be, like, really great. You should really get to know him. And they're like, no, we don't want to ever be set up on a blind date with uh, by you again. You know, forget it. Whoever it is, tell him no. Right. So Suzanne Summers, I guess, goes to the door because apparently this dude was hanging out right outside the door and opens up the door and says, like, I'm really sorry they're not interested. And you see it's John Samos. Mm-hmm. So the whole, like, uh, you know, the, the studio audience goes, ooh, it's a guy on the other show who's handsome. Right. And so he goes, and he's like, really? Did you tell him I was on Full House? Mm. <laughs> no, Full House no, 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 no. Full House is a fake they show. ruined everything. It, that, that That's not part of the whole universal and uh, consistent It just implodes I know. It's just it, they ruined that everything. Ruined, when you told me that, man, that ruined my career <laughs> of writing fan fiction. I know of a combined universe. Yeah, it's like I, I you know, my, my series of twenty combined TGIF fan fictions just I hope completely Urkel shows up in a Marvel film working for Shield because he can develop all that technology. <laughs> the Jurassic Park game. Mm-hmm. I really don't like it. Which one? Which yeah. Jurassic Park game? The point and click. The tra- oh the Telltale one. No one liked that either, buddy. <laughs> I do want to get Lego Jurassic Park. Yeah, that looks pretty. It's it Lego Jurassic Park or Lego Jurassic World. It's, it's all of well, them. it's Lego Jurassic it's Park, books. but it's all four movies. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, that would be fun <laughs> to play. It's the most funnest game I've seen on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We were watching YouTube parallels for the Lego Jurassic Park. My favorite part about most uh, TGIF shows mm-hmm. was that the theme song was a real song. Yeah. Yeah. Like all those shows, songs. Whatever happened to predictability? The Paperboy, Evening TV. But like all those songs were like songs. Like the theme mm-hmm. song from Perfect Strangers is a great song. <laughs> Even the theme song from Blossom sticks in my head. In my <laughs> yeah. opinionation, the sun is kind of surely. Yeah, but like nowadays, you get a show like any show, it's just like you hear ten seconds of music and then the final one. Yeah, because they want to put more commercials in, you know. The Flash and, uh, doesn't even have an opening thing. Right? No, it just has Barry Allen talking about, yeah. like, my name is Barry Allen, and I'm the fastest man alive. They call me The Flash. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I... <coughs> Although they did have the one that's like, I'm not the fastest man alive. That was awesome. <laughs> you know the yellow Flash? The reversed Flash? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I don't like the color. 
Richie brought up a point to me about the reverse <laughs> flash. Shouldn't the reverse flash just be a slow guy? Yeah, well, he listened to the last episode of Harmontown, who, yeah. oh, busted Richie. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you would think that, yeah. Yeah, well, I think they only call him reverse flash because his colors. original name was Professor Zoom. Zoom. And his outfit was reversed. Oh, yeah, yeah. the color scheme it was, was reversed. Yeah, it was like you an You can't get away version. with calling somebody who's that badass Professor Zoom. <laughs> and get, you know. I mean, they would. The people, I imagine people don't even want to call Doctor Doom Doctor Doom. They just want to call him Doom. Cause <laughs> he did technically. Well, no, did he get his doctorate? Because once he, he got, took over Latveria, he left Columbia he gave or whatever, right? His own That's doctorate true. from the Latvian College of yeah. Science. Of course, of course. That's what you do. Yeah, uh, makes sense. What about but, Lord of the Rings? What about it? You like it? Yeah, it's great. You like so anyway, back to TGIF. <laughs> um. One of the things we were remarking on is how every TGIF show had a episode where they visit Disney World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, of course, ABC, Disney, corporate synergy and all that sort of thing. And those were some of the best episodes yeah, of the I, series. Yeah, I would get so excited for that. Those, those were always my favorite episodes because... Or Jesse played uh, that song. Pokemon? No, he played it on stage at Disney World with Jesse and the Rippers. Uh, forever, he would play the Jesse and the Ripper song forever. <laughs> Remember when they? Which tried is a good song. He played that on, on, on Jimmy Fallon. They tried to rebrand Jesse and the Rippers, and he was like Vulture or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sailor. like was on like wires or something like yeah. that. And the yeah. opening act was a band from Stephanie School, and their song was called Human Pudding, and that was all the lyrics. <laughs> it was like da 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 da. Human pudding. That's that was it. Oh man. Hmm. But I remember the episode I of Full House. Full House. Yeah. I remember the episode of Full House. The the whole plot line was that the reason they all went. I think Jesse and Joey were. That was when they were doing the radio show together. Mm-hmm. So they were there to like do the radio sh- uh, show, like in like like live from Disney World and Studio. And the rest of the family got to go. But they had that thing like in front of the carousel. They have King Arthur's sword where you can pull a Scalabar art out, and um, they actually have it where it, you. Like can pull it out. Normally, it's locked in, right. but like once a day or so, they'll like let some kid who tries it. Like they'll hit the button, the secret button, nice, and the kid will get to pull it out. And then they, so what they did in the show is like Michelle got to be the one who pulled it out, mm-hmm. and she became like princess for the day. Yep. So she got to go and pick all the rides. Like she got to go to the front of the line. Her and whole whole family got to go to the front of the line of any ride in the park. Mm-hmm. And so, what does Michelle want to do? Ride the merry-go-round. Or the carousel all day long. So basically, Stephanie and DJ were just stuck with her the whole time. That riding was a the very damn thing. deceptive episode. Once you go to the Disney parks, because mm-hmm. it made it seem like Epcot and the Magic Kingdom were the same park. Yeah. Because, yeah, and MGM at the time because she thought Steve was Indiana Jones, yeah. and then she thought Steve was Aladdin. Yeah, and like. I'm like, this well, is he, not- wasn't he the voice of Aladdin? Yes. Yeah, the guy who played Steve on Full House was the actual voice of Aladdin. Storm. The singing voice of the talking, talking, talking voice. You can definitely hear it if you know. Yeah. It and go back and watch it. Um, it always confuses. I guess it makes sense. What's but- your favorite TV show Disney episode? Mm. The Full House is up there because that was clever. I only remember the Full House one. It's where Michelle's a jerk, essentially. Yeah, yeah, she basically she learns by the end to not be so selfish and obnoxious. I don't remember the Family Matters one. I don't know. The I remember matter. that they went. I remember that Myra was involved in it, but I, I don't quite remember what happened I don't in it. it I don't know if that was like during the whole Stefan Urkel like storyline oh. where I Stefan Urkel was mean, man. Yeah, he was a dick. That's why. That's why like Laura wasn't even interested in him. She like preferred like regular Urkel I, to him. 
I really liked the Boy Meets World one where he goes down there to try and get Topanga. Him and Sean somehow mm-hmm. sneak to Disney World from Philadelphia <laughs> because she's on there for like some like school. the summer program or something. Yeah, like that. and yeah. it's with some guy that has the hots for Topanga, uh, and Corey's like not having it. <laughs> but I, I still think the one I enjoy the most is the Roseanne mm-hmm. uh, Disney because it's just like a fish out of water because the. <laughs> Tanners are just like, you know, the epitome of white trash, don't care. The, the, Con- the Connors. Connors. What did I yeah. say? You said the Tanners. That's oh, yeah. full the house. The Tanners yeah. are not white trash. Yeah. They're upper middle class, just upper class. Um, but no, the Connors were like the epitome of northern white trash, which yeah. is... Blue collar. Right. Yeah. And uh, At one point, they opened up their own bike shop, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. That was one of the earlier seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan had many an odd job in that yeah. show, because he was doing like drywall... Mm-hmm. Yeah, worked he, for the city. Yeah, he he worked as like a fleet mechanic or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, never knew that Becky's husband Mark was Irish until Angel. Yeah, yeah, he did a great American, American accent. Yeah, on that, I would have yeah. never that's, known. That's but. sad what happened to that dude, man. He went out real young. Yeah, drugs. Was that, okay, I was going to ask if it was mm-hmm. drug related. I was like Overdose. a heart attack or something. Nah, uh, he was he was in a needle. Mm-hmm. Type stuff. Well, he was a skinny dude. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> Man, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's a real bummer. He was really good. Uh, yeah, something like Malcolm Cullum? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, some Irish name. He was cool. Yeah. Um, that's a shame. See, yeah, they, like step by step, I remember the Hawaiian episodes too. Every show had to have mm-hmm. a Hawaiian episode. And that started with like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. They had a, there was essentially like a Scooby-Doo episode because there was like some tiki thing or something. Yeah, I even remember like... Uh, I. I can't remember that Mama's family had an episode like where she was on Jeopardy and she ended up coming in like second but the second place prize was like a trip to Hawaii so that's how they yeah every sitcom family eventually has to either go to Hawaii or Disney World or both I remember always watching Mama's Family, but I never enjoyed watching. Mama's I didn't either. Family. My dad watched it, and it was just like back in the it early. It was always 90s, on. I had a couple of TVs, mm-hmm. so I think it, was, it came on right before The Simpsons. Yeah, that's probably like yeah. That. I used to watch Married with Children a ton. Mm-hmm. I still like that when I catch it. Yeah, it's um, always on early in the morning. Yeah, it's like at five or six in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like when I wake up to go to work, it'll be on. <laughs> That was my thing with, like, Full House is probably the, the TV show that I, I watched more, like, the sitcom that I watched more than anything else, simply because it was on, like, an hour after I got out of school. Right. So I had my homework done, and I just had what was on TV, and, oh, look, Full House is playing a rerun. So I, I at a certain point, like, I remember an old friend of mine, Brandon, we were so well-versed in Full House that we would challenge each other to trivia <laughs> contests about Full House. Like, what was the name of uh, Stephanie's uh, uh, Little League team? What? The Giants. Oh, or, like, in the Hawaiian one. episode, when they get lost at sea, what's the reason why they got lost at sea? There was, like, a crumb or something on the map. Yeah, the Michelle was eating potato chips, and they were yeah. sailing to a potato chip <laughs> instead of the actual island. So, yeah, we would just, like, basically, like, randomly Thank challenge God, each the other. the Beach Boys are playing us. on this random island. Yeah. It's like how I would, back in the day, I would ask you, I would name the celebrity, and you would be able to tell me the name of the episode, Space Coast, <laughs> Coast, Coast to Coast, that it was. Yeah. Wow. Like, the title of the episode, and, yeah. and then what else happened in it, and who the other guest was. Yeah. See, Boy Meets World was my favorite of the mm-hmm. TGIF yep. shows. I like I still Boy watch World. that. It's a great show. I have every season on DVD, mm-hmm. and I watch it on ABC Family <laughs> when I go to sleep at night. 
It's still odd that Mr. Feeney would follow them to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so creepy. It's just like, go away. He go was away. their elementary school teacher, their, yeah, their, their middle, middle school, school, high school. Wasn't he the pr- principal of the high school? Yeah, he was principal yeah. of the middle school and high Because the, they were like yeah. a joined thing. Or either they went earlier. They were like in high school in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, and then like eventually he became their teacher once they wrote Mr. Turner off of the show. He's going to show up, like, on their Topanga and Corey's honeymoon. He was just happened to be hanging out there. It's like, Mr. Had, <laughs> what are you doing? He had wedding in the Matthews house in their living room. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I guess they didn't have a lot of sets. It's like, should we have it here at the school? Someone on the internet pointed out on Full House that, uh, this, that in both main sets, the living room and the kitchen, mm-hmm. they had stairways going up, but whenever someone went up the stairway, it always came out to the same stairwell upstairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there, there was only one no matter stairway which upstairs. One. Like, yeah. that house was massive, because Joey had, like, a huge apartment in the basement. Yeah, that was, had, a, like, yeah. a recording studio at one point. Yeah, they, they used that, like, when uh, he and Jesse started, actually, I think, broadcasting or and whatever. Jesse had that, and Rebecca and their twins. That, that, were, that was a whole apartment. Yeah. And those twins were pointless. Yeah. I... Nick they were there Alex just to have kids. Yeah. Yeah, they served have more no babies. purpose. I don't remember any like storyline involving those kids. They were always just kind of there. Yeah, because they were too little to do anything. The only thing yeah. I remember about them is I remember Jesse, when they first were born, he had both of them because what's-her-name had to go to work, and he couldn't tell them apart. Yeah. <laughs> so he couldn't figure out which one was which, so he had to like kept putting their feet in ink to compare their footprints <laughs> on the birth certificates and so on. Oh, man. Oh, such Wait, a what was the original wallpaper in the basement apartment? Uh, it was a uh, bunny rabbit. A bunny? Or was it a duck? It was a rubber duck. It was a rubber duck. Because when they remodeled it, they yeah. framed one piece of it. And yeah, um, who was it? Was it Stephanie got really upset about that? Because it was like I, her mom had put that wallpaper in or something. Yeah. So he promised to like, he kept like a framed like picture of the duck so that it would always be a part of that room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good show. Oh, and, and Uncle show. Joey, that one time, he, he got... Like the yep. He took over that, uh, that that children's TV show, Ranger Joe, with the woodchuck. Yeah, show, yeah. The ventriloquist woodchuck. I remember thinking he was hilarious as a kid, but oh, he that was just, like, annoying when you're older. Freaking woodchuck thing. And then you watch, like, America's Funniest People, where he spent, like, basically five years doing the, the woodchuck imp- impression. I liked America's Funniest People. <sighs> I don't... Think I liked it. I remember <laughs> that America's. Was so funny. I remember that too. I still. Like I don't know if you've seen the the one where Dave Coulier was on. You've seen America's Funniest Videos yeah, with Tom Barajon. Yeah, he's retiring. Is he? Yeah. Are they going to keep the show going? Jericho yeah. was one of the two finalists for America's Funniest Videos. Really? And he lost it to whoever huh. the new guy is. Yeah, because uh, Tom. What's his name? He Bergeron. I think they just didn't. I, I worked. He's, they were showing the episode. He uh, he just they did the Disney episode, and he's like, "This is I'm, I'm going to be done soon." So he's been doing it last, for a long time. Yeah, he took over after Saget, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember there was a. I think Penn Gillette when he had a radio show had both Bob Saget and Tom Bergeron on, and they just talked about like the like their stories as host or their yeah. stories as hosts of uh, America's Funniest Home. I wonder how much work goes into that. Show. Bob uh, Saget was making some bank back in the nineties. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Trace Blue and um, oh god, what's his other name? Other oh, um, but the the two of the guys who were the original uh, cast members for Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. the guy who played Doctor Forrester, and then the guy who played Larry. Yeah, uh, his name uh, J uh, uh, J Elvis uh, Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually were writers for. They're the ones who 
wrote jokes for America's Funniest Videos for a while. For him to talk over yeah. while watching the dog Pretty much, yeah. fall down in the snow video. He yeah, so the, the guys from Mystery Science Theater, and that's appropriate, too, if you think yeah, about it, because that's the, what they did, you know. They would watch a video, yeah, you watch this little home video, yeah. and then you yeah. make a joke about it. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if Netflix brought back most of the TGIF lineup? <laughs> that would be amazing. I'd Family love it. still matters. <laughs> I mean, it's all ABC, and I mean, and Netflix and ABC have a really good, you know, mm-hmm. partnership. They, you've got a lot of Disney movies on there. You've got a lot of the Marvel stuff. You've got, of course, Daredevil and mm-hmm. the original series. I got. I would love to be able to watch like old, ep- uh, like whole series of like Growing Pains. Oh, no, and he's Family saying Times. bring them back. Oh, you mean bring that's them all back? You got, oh, like Family Matters two point That's why I said Family still family matters. Family matter. <laughs> family still matters. That's the better one. Uh, step, step by step would be step by step by step. Yeah, there you that's go. What they'd have to go with. Because <laughs> there's already and Girl Meets World, they could throw perfect. No longer in. strangers. Now, if they, uh, if only they perfect didn't have a definitive ending to Dinosaurs. Yeah, well, they did have a definitive ending. Yeah. All of Civilization got wiped out. So they wiped can't out. make a sequel to Dinosaurs. That's it's true. Ice Age. Oh, uh, yeah. Dinosaurs. Ice it's Age. a spiritual sequel. Yeah, or it's just family like ghosts and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> still with cavemen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs, man, was a good show because I, it, as a kid, it was dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. As an adult, it's satirical. yeah. It, it's, they always it's, reminded me of uh, the Winslows, like because I guess because well, it was essentially the honeymooners, right? The Flintstones. I guess because yeah. Earl Sinclair was heavy set like yeah. Carl, and then like Robbie was kind of like the older son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the leather jacket, uh, leather yeah. jacket wearing like older son, whose name I can't even remember. Begins with Ed. W. Yeah. Eddie. 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 Yeah, that's right. And Eddie had his like Waldo. obnoxious friend, Waldo. Yeah, Waldo. Waldo. Yeah. Oh God, I'd forgotten. Um. I feel really bad for that like younger daughter that disappeared. I would like to see dinosaurs brought back as Ice Age and call it whatever, just to see we those costumes. Oh, they were great costumes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind that of amazing what they did. Expensive to make, yeah, probably. I'm sure. No, I don't know because there was only they had that animatronic like, baby. They only had like eight mm-hmm. costumes. Yeah, Voiced by Kevin Clash, the guy who did uh, Elmo. Nice. Uh, yeah. And now I can hear it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, but, yeah. Uh, like the, the you had the you had the main cast, and then you had like the sub side characters. Like his boss Monica or his friend was the T Rex. The T Rex. Yeah. His boss was like a triceratops. His friend was the T Rex. Yeah. His boss was a triceratops. I always liked his boss because I just thought the boss looked cool. And he was in that tiny field. trailer. Yeah. Yeah. He was massive. You never saw him get behind the, the yeah. desk. But uh, there was only two other, two or three other dinosaur costumes. Yeah. And they would just put a different outfit on them mm-hmm. and then sub that as, you know, Robbie Sinclair's best friend in high school or the teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's they what, would constantly be swapping out those three dinosaurs. That's costumes. what they do with, like, all the B characters of the Muppets. They basically have, like, forms and they stick different eyes, different eyebrows, different noses and mouths on them. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that, a, that was a Henson show, right? Yeah, Jim Henson Productions. Yeah, that's why you, you've, uh, a lot of people who've worked on stuff like Labyrinth and Dark Crystal and the Muppet show have worked on dinosaurs. You can definitely see similarities with the turtles and dinosaurs mm-hmm. stuff. Even uh, I was watching uh, on Netflix the Ninja Turtles Next Mutation show mm-hmm. and their faces look exactly like the spatial movements of yeah. dinosaurs. It's, and I don't even think Henson worked on those. I don't, I don't think he worked on Next Mutation. Uh, they may well, they may have like repurposed the existing suits yeah. from it. Like, like for example, the the Corman Fantastic Four uh, used movie a used a turtle suit to make things. So when you see really? thing talk in it, it looks like the animatronic turtle mouth oh, thing that's going. Sad. Yeah, it's weird. It looked like it basically they took a turtle suit and they just stuck like foam rocks all over it. It was okay looking costume. It looked. It was one of the better effects of the whole movie. And uh, and 
Doctor Doom's costume looked great. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked, really looked did. Just like you would want from a Doctor Doom costume, it was pretty damn good. And then in Flash Gordon, it was basically well, what it was, it was the Clytus, um costume from Flash Gordon that yeah. they repurposed into Doctor Doom for that movie. I really yeah. want the Snick stuff to show up too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can watch some of Are You Afraid of the Dark streaming. Well, you on can Amazon, yeah. Can you, isn't every episode on YouTube, or did they take that down? I'm sure they took it down because yeah, it's streaming. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't really need to go back and watch Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go back and watch Kablam. Remember Kablam? Yeah, Kablam but I'd like fun. to go back and watch all some of all of that and like oh, all that. Well, that would Freshman be mm-hmm. and like Roundhouse and stuff. Roundhouse would be. I can only find like three episodes of Roundhouse. That's what I'm saying. Like you, a lot of that stuff, you can't find anywhere. So it'd be fun to. Try it. Yeah, see yeah. it. See it again. What I would love is if someone, if you could get like master copy versions of all of you can't do that on television. Mm-hmm. Like have it someplace that I could stream it, like on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Wait, because I have all of you can't do that on television <coughs> burned on DVDs. I can give it to do you. Do you? Yeah, oh, I, I would love to like because I remember really, and I've like when I've re-seen it, it kind of holds up. Like a lot of the jokes still work pretty. Like good. in a Monty Python kind of yeah. children's way. Yeah, yeah, it's very much like a Monty Python it's Canadian Monty Python. Not for get kids. away with that nowadays. But there's even some stuff that's kind of edgy. You know, there were a, there were a few episodes that they like banned. I think like the. They did like an adoption episode. Yeah, that like, I really want like the Ben Stiller show to show up streaming somewhere, and like SCTV and stuff that I've heard great things. I about. have the Ben, ben Stiller, Stiller show on good. DVD. Really? Yeah. Um, keep talking, and I'll go see if I can okay. find it. That was a good show. I like the Ben Stiller show. Yeah, that had uh, for its uh, short run. Janine Garofalo was in it. Um, Bob Odenkirk. Who else was in that? Harmon helped write it. No, I don't think he helped. With didn't he? That. he worked on it, didn't he? David Cross helped write it. You're thinking of the Sarah Silverman show that uh, yeah, yeah, Harmon yeah. wrote on. I but love Sarah Silverman. Yeah, she's fantastic. Oh, she popped up on something I was watching. She popped up on uh, Last Week Tonight, the thing I was watching. She, Andy Dick was the other great. guy I was thinking of. Uh, you're you're welcome to borrow that one. Whole series. What, so the best long. sketch on the Ben Stiller show is the one where it's a parody of Lassie, mm-hmm. but it's with Bob Odenkirk playing Charles Manson. Oh God! And they treat him exactly as they treat Lassie. Wow! Do you still have Mister Show the box set? <laughs> no, uh, an ex girlfriend borrowed that from me and never brought it back. Yeah. I'll give you my box set of Mister Show. Okay, it still mostly holds up. Yeah. That was on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. In like it's not on HBO Go, and they've asked. They've said the reason is is that the right. It's it basically it's complicated. Okay. They would love for it to be on kind of like HBO how Go. Uh, Batman TV series was in a limbo yeah. for like ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I would love to get that set. Mr. That's got. I, I look for that to be a cheap Black Friday sale mm-hmm. this year, like that's, forty bucks or something. That's Batman what I'm hoping for. Yeah. yeah, that's been out a year. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Did they make any edits to it? Have you heard? I haven't heard anything about. From it. what I heard, I don't. I haven't know. I don't know anybody who's been able to afford it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Richie, I know, desperately wants it. it he wanted it for Christmas last year. But even the bl- the DVD set is like eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Did we? Did you watch the uh, infomercial they did for that? It was like Adam West promoting it. I no. heard about. Yeah, it. I, I saw that like late night uh, one night with my uh, Chris and Lisa were over here and. Yeah, we were uh, in a great mood. 
So he basically like sat and watched like this thirty minute infomercial starring Adam West. Nice, just weird and sad and awkward. I have no connection to that just because I it wasn't really on anymore when I was a kid. But like, I watched it every day. I'm very happy that came back because I know Mm -hmm. so many people that have been wanting that forever. Yeah, it's a great show. But yeah, there was so much problem with the rights. They had like some music performances that they did, but also every episode you'd have a random celebrity cameo, like when Batman. Batman and Robin are like doing the sideways walking up the building like uh, some celebrity like Charles Nelson Riley or like the guy who played Lurch from the Addams Family or, or that show ran a long yeah time. would like, pop their head out of the window to make a joke uh, it it lasted three seasons I think like the I think it was like three seasons in a movie okay um, but there were a lot of episodes yeah. because it was a lot of them were like you know like Twice a week. Right. Yeah, so it was um, like 30 or 40 episodes a season. Yeah, yeah. So, you, I mean, there's a good chunk of episodes out there. I know everyone was just happy because it had the Green Hornet episode. Yeah, there was the cross. So. It, it was the same producer, uh, Bill Dozier, who also uh, uh, wrote the Flash Gordon movie that uh, came out like 1980. Nice. And, That's uh, on Hulu Plus. Yeah, it's, it's great. I have it on Blu-ray. It has an Alex Ross uh, cover. Oh. It's sweet. I need to watch. I've never seen it. It's it's great so campy. Good, it's a great campy classic. Right. It's when you're watching it, keep in mind that it's tongue in cheek the right. whole time, just like the Batman series is. Right, and that's why the where Bill Dozer comes in, where it's it's like this intentional camp that just somehow magically works really well. Yeah. So, oh man, Batman. Yeah, that was one of the things they would play it on reruns. So I would watch that every day. Yeah. And they, but they would do it like five days a week because by this point the show was well over. So right. I got that to show see ended in what late sixties, early seventies. Uh, yeah, like late sixties. Um, it really, I think the it was like sixty six through sixty nine, maybe. Wow, something it's crazy like that. to think that that was Batman to people for a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it because it, it like, in my lifetime I don't remember life pre Batman eighty nine. So, like, I've always had that as my, mm. my Batman, or the mm. animated Batman. It actually ended up, like, sort of influencing the, uh, you know, the, the actual comic itself. And, and then they they actually, like, kind of, eventually it was, like, a big thing when, like, Neil Adams took over and decided to actually start getting, like, darker and stuff like right. that. Thank because you. everyone had that whole thing. And the, the Wonder Woman series was actually pretty entertaining. The first season mm. was set during World War Two. And, like, focused with her, like, rescuing, like, Steve Trevor and stuff like that, and them fighting Nazis. And then in two, I guess it was, like, because she's immortal, years later she gets sent back during the 70s to the the realm of man to, like, fight crime or whatever. Yeah, I almost bought those on DVD when those came out Wonder several Woman. years ago. Linda Carter is still gorgeous. Even to this day, she looks great. Last I saw her was in Sky High. She was in Sky High. She was in Super Troopers, too. She was the governor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she'll be in two, but no, she got arrested at the end or something. Stephen, where can they find you online? I'm at Fendingo on Twitter and Instagram. Woo! Uh, I can be found Mr. McShay's Pitalik one two three. That's M R M X Y Z P T A. Start over. <laughs> That's M R M X Y Z P T L K one two three. Uh, that works for three sixty for PS three for Nintendo Network for Steam. Whatever. You can also find me on Facebook and stuff if you want to talk to me that bad, Ben. Mudkip5000 on YouTube. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Mudkip5000 on Instagram and youtube.com slash airport road on YouTube. 
And Connor cannot be found online because he is... He, ch- he technically child. can, and I don't want you to know what his ID is. Exactly. So, <laughs> uh, Aaron. This one's for you, Morph. <laughs> <laughs>